listening to Pop Off, The Sound of Musical Curiosity. I'm your host, Bear. Welcome to the show, or as Sean from Bughouse likes to call it, Fuck Off, The Sound of Musical Curiosity, which works for me as well. If you are following us from the previous two hours, then you know what's going to happen these next two hours. But if you're just joining from my show, we're doing something a little bit differently where we are playing me, Sean, and two other uh, mutiny alumni. And Yuri G. Yes, and Yuri G. Uh, we are playing all cuts from debut albums. And I'm going to start off the second half of this show with a record and a song that needs no introduction for those that are musically educated. But for those that are not... VRER, welcome to Racer's Alley here. <laughs> Boy, I think I almost got it at six. It's kind of uh, interesting. Uh, like I said, I haven't been here in quite a while, and uh, I'm working on, uh, I guess... Uh, I don't get in better lap times uh, in a race sense. Uh, I've just got the, uh, well, actually, I don't know why this actually isn't recording, but I'll just hit it again. But apparently we're on the air since my last two shows recorded. So I don't know what's going on here, but it does show its thing. So welcome to Racers Alley here at Mutiny Radio in the heart of the mission, uh, 21st in Florida. A lot of uh, nice things to talk about tonight. Like I mentioned, uh, I'm just getting back used to the show, so I'm learning how to talk again and breathe again and uh, probably stop saying yeah, uh, and stuff so much. However, um, that being said, our last show was kind of a little bit of a disaster with uh, having background music. And it's funny because when anything ever happens to me in a sense that makes me look like a fool, I usually do it spectacularly. And uh, usually on my show, Racer's Alley, whenever I mess up the audio, we get the most interesting of sound bites from uh, Pam and her other shows here at Mutiny Radio, which are quite uh, different than what uh, my Racer show is. Uh, tend to talk about a lot of uh, liberal and other uh, such situations that uh, are a little bit, uh, I guess you could say, easiest way, uncomfortable for my uh, six listeners to hear. So that being said, sorry about last week. Uh, we had some shocking uh, bite sound bites in between my, uh, uh, I guess, show, so to speak, when I tried to put on some albums. So that being said, I, I think I figured it out this week, so maybe we can have some actual music. I got uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie here. They're going to be doing a little bit of comedy, and I have a, a propaganda, a great album from the, uh, I guess, 70s, late 70s. Yar, yar. So that being said, uh, welcome to Racers Alley here at Mutiny Radio in the heart of the mission. I do have a, a nice uh, lineup today of things to go over, of course, uh, our Mutiny Radio schedule and, uh, you know, uh, fun track days, uh, San Pedro Mate Hill Climb, the uh, Baja International Tourist Cup. I got the uh, Supermoto USA. They'd have a great race, race uh, going on this uh, soon over here at uh, Sears Point. I got the AFM and the CRA race schedule. I got the uh, Apex Assassins and, of course, uh, No Limits Racing, which is a new one for us in the track days and fun track days. So I'll be going over uh, certain schedules, certain bulletins. Like I said, I'm just kind of you know, trying to get back into normal breathing and getting used to talking into the microphone on the show. Um, <clears throat> I asked Wade Boyd and Milkweight Brian not to be here, uh, particularly because, again, I'm trying to figure out uh, how to do the show again, as well as, uh, you know, personally, it takes a lot of energy and a lot of thought and process and all that bullshit to uh, do a show. And I've, I've been uh, 
wondering if I should carry on or not more than once. But uh, we got a lot of fun stuff and a lot of people to promote. So that keeps me going. As long as we have stuff to say, I'll say it. So uh, that being said, you know, uh, right now I, I, I'd like to hear in the future from uh, Hawk Masada Motor Camp and uh, Dave Moss Tuning, uh, Brock McAllister, Supermoto School, Supermoto USA. They just let out a nice, uh, a, um, I guess, a flyer going out for the next races here at Sears Point. And the uh, all motorsports flagging, uh, John P. Huggins, apparently just picked up another count as well. So I hope to get uh, more information on that by the next show. So that being said, welcome to Racers Alley here at uh, in the heart of the mission. And uh, we're here at Mutiny Radio. And Pamtastic is a lot going on as far as Mutiny Radio goes. Uh, this is our biggest time of the year. Uh, Pam has done a wonderful job of keeping our show going here at Meany Radio. She actually kept Racers Alley going. You know, um, more than once I've stopped the show, uh, various reasons. She kept my time slot. Uh, at some points, you know, um, I said I wasn't going to come back, and she just stubbornly said, you will, and kept my time slot anyway. So I'm still here. Uh, Wade Boyd, uh, Subculture Racing, and Milk Crate Brian are uh, usually my wrecking crew, and uh, I hope to have them back soon as well. Um, like I said, uh, kind of going through a little bit of a change here, trying to figure out a different format, uh, a little bit more to talk to, a little more substance. And again, I, I kind of lost heart for a while. It's very, very hard to be a racer, and uh, especially if you don't race. <laughs> it kills you, basically, uh, if you don't race as you're a racer. And uh, I just saw one of our boys on uh, the Facebook book, a uh, young guy, uh, he's been doing really, really well, had a tough season, had a crash, had a crash because it wasn't his fault. And he's wondering what's happening with the world. Well, let me tell you, if you're a young racer, you keep crashing or you crash and it wasn't your fault or you had a mechanical, guess what? It's going to get worse, you know, uh, especially uh, as far as having the will. It takes, it's very, very hard to keep going out and plugging away. You really, really got to want it to be a motorcycle racer. And uh, that being said, you know, don't feel bad or get yourself down if you ever hit the, the ground. Things happen for various reasons, and that's a very, very good time to introspect and have a learning experience. Uh, usually there's a reason. And uh, talk to your friends. Uh, back in the old days, you know, <laughs> there was a lot less racers and that type of thing, so you didn't have quite the uh, social input and the people that you can talk to that you can nowadays. I mean, shit, when I started racing, there was one track day, which was Keith Code a million years ago. So, and uh, I don't think there were even computers back then. So, yeah. That being said, you know, if, if you have a problem, you know, talk to someone. Uh, I, I know uh, what I should have done in my last AFM race, rather than uh, dying of overheating and stuff, was talk to Dave Moss. Uh, Dave Moss does Dave Moss tuning. I believe he might have a, 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 what do you call these things? Radio shows, blurbs, blobs, whatever. Uh, he might have one as well. And I should have actually, rather than trying to do everything myself, I was there with Chad. We were just such in a hurry at the last AFM race. Um, I was having bike problems, and I thought I knew everything. And sometimes it takes... A different uh, view. Someone to step outside the box, looking. Hey, Alex. You know, it's really hot. Go get some fucking water. You know, hydrate. Get in the shade. Let's take a look and let's see what's going wrong. That's what's nice to, uh, nowadays. As far as uh, you can go to uh, fun track days or track days, uh, Apex Assassins. All these, you know, track days, AFM. You know, uh, all these folks have folks out there that have a lot of experience. So if you ever get down or you have any questions, uh, rather than be in doubt and try and figure out your own problems, <laughs> I'm stubborn and I try, uh, ask someone. 
you know, uh, that might save you and uh, a lot of money and time as far as, uh, you know, wasting a track day crashing and also scratching your head as to why your bike isn't handling. So, yeah, check out the boys, you know, that are around you. There's uh, Racers are generally a helpful crowd. And uh, if you have any issues, you know, it's always nice to talk to someone. So, uh, yeah, I just saw, you know, Dave Moss uh, the other day uh, having a, another uh, uh, thing on his, uh, what do you call that, podcast stuff. So, yeah. Yar. So always ask someone when we have a track day. I don't know where I was going with this, but I just went through it and yar. So welcome here to Racers Alley at Meetney Radio. I just got here myself. I hope I'm going to have some good music on. Let's um, let's check it out. I think I have Bob and Doug McKenzie here. If you don't know who they are, you're too goddamn young. Yar. And uh, we'll go from there. Uh, from there, I will start going over the San Pedro Material Hill Climb and Baja International Tourist Cup, uh, I guess, updates, and uh, go from there. All right, welcome back to Racers Alley. We'll see if I can actually make this thing work. And uh, welcome back uh, with Bob and Doug McKenzie. Cheers, Mutiny Radio. Okay, then there's... Okay, that's great. For those you of you what I mean who about uh, don't have show. Dolby and are now in your backyard blown out by that. I've been working on that for uh, five years. Well, you've really got it down good. I started working on Racist it before Alley, the movie Bob came and Doug What McKenzie. a waste of time. Okay, so good day. He didn't And the reason that. that I started off with Roll Sound Speed is because this album uh, has to do with our movie. Yeah. This is not our second album. It's our soundtrack album. And my guest is Doug McKenzie. Doug, would you explain exactly what a soundtrack is? Uh, thank you, Bob. Yes, soundtrack album is the album taken from the movie, eh? Like, just the audio portion. Go eh? on, just go. Go on, okay. Eh? <laughs> my brother's going through puberty now. I see he's got a couple of hairs coming. <laughs> okay, so uh, anyway... I might be going through puberty, but at least I don't have B.O. and you do. Okay, go You're on. You're still thinking about that, eh? Well, you're blowing a whistle on my hairs. Welcome to The Time Machine, starring Bob McKenzie, where he'll take you back to the past and stand mesmerized by his own pubic hair. Okay, so let's press on then. Yeah. No pun intended, eh, being that records get pressed. Although my brother's been known to press a ham against a window on a Saturday night. Okay, so if you saw the movie Strange Brew, you know all about where all this music comes from. Yeah. And if you didn't, you should go see the movie or get like about 150 albums and run them real fast in front of you. Did we forget anything? Uh, only to explain what a soundtrack is, but I guess you I think that's you not did. important. No, you I did. tried. I started, eh? And then you cut me off. I wasn't cutting you off. Even now my voice is going like yours. <laughs> you got any hairs coming? No way, eh? Are you bald down there too? Take off. You gotta uh, get a pube toupee. See, somehow our soundtrack album has become a total discussion of like pubic hair. I'm eh? trying to get off Only the because my brother is right, mesmerized by it. Talk, I He's think we nuts. actually are on the air. Okay. You're a knob. Okay, so let's end the cut, play some music from Charlie Fox and the orchestra, a 56-piece uh, symphonic orchestra that scored our movie. Yeah, they're waiting. Well, actually, we scored the movie. He did the music for it. They're waiting for us to finish, eh? I believe I hear the baton. Oh, yeah. My brother's got a pencil, eh? And like, you shut up. Oh, shut up. Take off. Here goes his I'm lame voice again. That's the baton. Here comes 56 pieces of music from the movie Strange Brew. So that is what a soundtrack album is. Good day. Maestro.
Stop, Mr. Fox. Cut it. Cut. Avanti. What's that? It's a musical notation for stop. Stop, Avanti. Arret. Okay. There's lunch next door. Did you get the 56 pieces of chicken? Uh, yeah. Did you get 56 uh, pops, too? Don't yeah. give them beers to fall asleep. 56 coleslaws and 56 napkins and then 56 handy wipes. Those Ooh. beauty things, you open them up. The eh, wet ones? Yeah, wet wet naps. Sorry. Those are beauty. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, okay, 56 lunches. We'll have more symphonic music in a moment. But first, a uh, word from our film. Do the theme, eh? Oh. <coughs> Welcome to Racer's Alley. Good day. Dudley oh, do, do our new movie theme, eh? Yeah, okay. Okay, good day. I'm Bob McKenzie. This is my brother, Doug. How's it going, eh? Welcome to our movie, eh? Okay, our topic is uh, movies. Yeah. Okay, uh, first off, difference between movies and TV, eh? Okay, go to TV. This is the difference between TV and movies, eh? So? Okay, go back to movies. Okay, zoom out, eh? Yeah. Let's show how big the screen is, eh? Zoom look out. How, look oh. how huge it is, eh? Like, normally we just have Great White North, eh? But look, we got... What's okay. that over there? Okay, like England and Ireland and uh, France, eh? He's a genius, eh? He knows the atlas. Okay, and over here we have... Uh, uh, Russia and Hawaii. Okay. So, all hosers in Russia and Hawaii and England, welcome to our movie. How's it going, okay, comrades? Uh, we made, uh, zoom back in, eh? Okay, we made a movie, eh? Uh, so we're gonna show that now. Yeah. Okay, Beauty this idea. movie was shot in 3B. Three beers and it looks good, eh? Hoserama, call it Hoserama. Okay, eh? so we made a movie, so sit back, get some corn, and uh, let's have, uh, let's movie time. Okay, turn it on. Okay. Give enough time just to see. Okay. Okay, then 10 years after World War IV. Okay. 2051. No, more. What? No. 2051, the they, future. They saw it already. No. Take Next off. century. I was the only one left on the planet after the Holocaust, eh? Hey, go. The Earth had been like devastated by nuclear war. Like Russia blew up the U.S. and U.S. blew up Russia, eh? Statue of Liberty. Lucky for me, I'd been off-planet, on vacation at the time of the war, eh? There wasn't much to do. All the bowling alleys had been wrecked. So as I spent most of my time looking for beer. One day, I was out looking for a nice place to build a city for my children, when I spotted a mutant in the Forbidden Zone. I landed my vehicle to pursue and destroy this genetic freak before he could warn other mutants in the underground caves. I was kind of like a one-man force, eh? Like Charlton Heston in Omega Man. Do you see it? It's beauty. Yeah! Fleshy-headed mutant, are you friendly? No way, eh? Radiation has made me an enemy of civilization. Alpha Base, this is Bob McKenzie. I've spotted a fleshy-headed mutant in Sector 16B. Oh, take off, you hoser! Dude, what happened, eh? Film broke! Oh, jeez. Gotta fix it, eh? Sorry, film. Hey, Sorry, I can't eh? see, eh? Turn the lights on. What you got? He hey, wrapped it. What not? Jeez, we had a lot of popcorn too. Oh. Okay. Uh, you cover. I'll fix film, eh? Oh, I got. I'm getting whiplash from my burps, eh? Okay. Oh. Uh. Oh, nice going, you knob.
You want a beer? No, I want to explain what happened. Oh, okay. Okay, this is where uh, the part in the movie, eh, where, like, uh, Hoser uh, broke the film. I didn't break the film. It broke itself in a projector. Yeah, okay. So, anyway, it broke, but you didn't get to see the end of The Mutants Thank of 2051. Well, what? What's wrong? No, nothing. It was... You know, I know what happened in the movie. It wasn't that great. It was so. It was beauty. It was sci-fi. That's where it's at these days. So, anyway... Right? Sci-fi. That's where it's at this day. So, anyways, Bob and Doug McKenzie, uh, welcome here, and uh, it's always nice to hear from the boys. Anyhow, welcome to... <laughs> okay, let's slow down here. Welcome to Racer's Alley here at Meet Any Radio in the heart of the mission. Uh... Just trying to get the show back on the road again, trying to learn how to talk and breathe and all that good stuff. Trying to get a good uh, layout here to be able to communicate without, uh, you know, a little bit, well, a little more organized, I guess is the easiest way to put it. Yar. So that being said, uh, thank you, Pamtastic. You know, um, Mutiny Radio, without Mutiny Radio, Racer's Alley wouldn't exist. And uh, she's been around a long time running this show, uh, running Mutiny Radio, running the ship. Anyhow, um, tonight, uh, every Thursday, uh, the Bar in Dolores on 29th in Dolores here in San Francisco pre presents an outdoor comedy uh, show, uh, Titan Soup Comedy, yar. So uh, it's the most fun you can have with your, you know, on a sidewalk. It's uh, They got a great $9 shot in Jamie uh, IPA. Uh, all right, let me uh, slow down again. Ah, the Bar on Dolores on 29th, yar. Every... Uh, Thursday, Mutiny Radio has a comedy festival going on right now, and uh, they have a $9 shot at the bar on Dolores and 29th, where you can sit out there and watch comedy and uh, enjoy the afternoon. Right now, it's beautiful in San Francisco. It's so sunny and warm. Uh, October, September, October are some of our wonderful, you know, uh, the best weather here. You know, you just got to hit the right day, but it's, it's always nice, uh, even though uh, climate change and all that good stuff, we really do have a nice time here in San Francisco where we don't really boil, and... Uh, well, yesterday we did. Jeez, I think it was 72 degrees. So fucking hot. Everyone was just like wearing shorts and tank tops and stuff. I mean, uh, I wish we had air conditioning. Boy, yeah, it was so hot. Anyhow, that being said, uh, the bar in Dolores and 29th, uh, Mutiny Radio, Pamtastic, uh, always has her Titans of Comedy shows. And she uh, has a series of outdoor shows through the city. So uh, very, very important to, uh, you know, support your local businesses as well as support you know, <laughs> people out there doing their thing. Uh, com comedy is one of the hardest things in the world to do. And uh, you got a bunch of comedians out there uh, trying to make everyone laugh in these dark times, so to speak. So uh, Bar and Dolores and 29th, every Thursday, uh, Mutiny Radio, Pamtastic, uh, our uh, captain here, so to speak, uh, runs a show out there at the Bar and Dolores and 29th, every Thursday, 4 p.m. I mean, uh, dying, uh, at, at Dolores and 29th. Yar. Okay, so that being said, um, right now, if you ever want to, uh, you know, help support me in radio, uh, we've had a hard time over the past year, uh, like everyone else has. Yar. So anyways, you can always support him through Venmo, uh, uh, Venmo at me in radio. So I guess you can get a hold of him that, that way. Um, Right now, uh, you can sign up for Friday night open mic at 6 p.m. at Meany Radio, 21st in Florida. Uh, Venmo again, two to five dollars to uh, enter. It's great, you know. If you want to be a comedian, you can just come on here and uh, come on into our show, come on into our shop, and uh, you know, do your set. And it's nothing uh, more than uh, well, it's enlightening to actually sit in a bunch of a front of, uh, in a bunch of a front of people and. Um, 
you know, spat out some uh, great stuff because uh, it takes a lot of guts. I've been here before where uh, on uh, Pamtastic on Mondays usually has a, uh, a you know, a, a comedy, you know, uh, learn how to be a comedian. Uh, my mind's going blank right now because it's not in front of my face. But anyways, it's, uh, she usually helps out comedians on Mondays and... Uh, I see how the you know the the progression goes, and uh, it's really really cool if you work at something. Whether you're a comedian, you're a writer, a poet, a racer, whatever you do, it's nice to go out over time and and actually express that in front of a crowd. I've seen this with uh, folks doing um, what do you call that karaoke over at the Isle of Man. Never thought it was a big thing. Sitting there at the aisle, it was my second tour there, and I was alone. And I'm sitting there. They have a casino over there at the end of the promenade uh, back then, and uh, it was a, kind of a nice joint. And I'm sitting there, and it's just like a Sunday night or something. I had nothing to do. I was, you know, I had time off, so to speak. So I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, I just see people and they're coming in, and it's like they're all dressed up to the you know, hilt, you know, and everyone looks a little different, that type of thing. And they were all there for actual, you know, uh, karaoke. And that's their time to shine, you know, whether it be, I don't know if it was every week, every month or whatever, but uh, they all took it very, very seriously. And I, I, I finally just saw how, you know, the, it isn't some drunken, you know, thing that you see in bars all the time. It's actually people out there just really, really love to, you know, uh, perform in whatever they like to do. And they take it very seriously. And it was a wonderful time. It, it gave me a lot of respect, actually, for folks that go out there and, you know, stick their neck out. Uh, it's very, very hard to do that. And uh, cheers to you all, uh, especially all you comedians out there for Mutiny Radio. And uh, talking about that, Pamtastic's going to have her sixth annual Mutiny Radio Com Comedy Festival coming up this year. Uh, I'm going to have a pretty much uh, a, a more detailed list when it gets to gets gets down. It's between October 10th and 16th. Uh, it's a sixth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Uh, also, we have a new website, Yari Yar. Got to check it out. It's www.meetanyradio.fm. And uh, I think our, our pal Mikey, who made uh, Racers Alleys, if you've seen on a Facebook book, uh, you know, myself or Wade on the uh, Racers Alley, uh, I guess, uh, cards or whatever, uh, Mikey did that, sub subliminalsf.com. I see that phone, you know, light ringing. It's whoever's trying to call me, I don't have anyone here. And Jesus, I, I just tried to figure out how to get the music right. And good luck if I'm going to actually try to answer that phone and talk to you. So, yeah, welcome. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, that being said, uh, Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, October 10th through 16, 2021. Uh, we got a new website here at www.mutinyradio.fm. See, I'm starting to warm up a little. Just starting to warm up. Uh, you know, talking on the radio live, uh, and we are live. That's how come a lot of people get freaked out, you know. When you make a fool of yourself, you can't take it back. You are. But uh, that being said, the longer, you know, you talk, the easier it gets and you know, warm up just like anything. And uh, that's why uh, our pal uh, Eric at one point, uh, Eric Lindauer, Subculture Racing, um, Alex, why don't you have an hour show? Are you are, you know, because I, I stopped for a while because two hours is a long time for a show. But I go, uh, at time, uh, when Wade and I started uh, uh, Subculture, uh, um, I guess we were at Urban Moto. We had a Subculture, you know, uh, column, I guess would be an easier way to put it. You know, we did that, but there wasn't enough time or stuff to say uh, as far as we, we had more stuff to say. So we ended up doing uh, subculture racing, and then I had a column called Hard Knocks, which uh, I wrote. Uh, 
and then so uh, we had subculture and hard knocks. And at one point we thought about let, let's let's do something called Racers Alley. I, I wanted to do this in print. I wanted to have uh, you know my idea was to have everyone that I know that was a racer um, write. Uh, particular points. My idea was to have people call in, have a question, and go like, hey, Chucky, what's it like to have a TZ250, you know, on the banks of Daytona? And Chucky could, you know, write an article. It's like, well, who are paragraphs? Well, it's like this and like this and that, you know, or, you know, talk all the, you know, a lot of great racers I know out there. And um, it was kind of an idea where Racers Alley was going to be a question and answer. Like, you send me something, I'll send it to one of the boys, and one of the boys can answer. Because I, I know everyone who's, you know, as far as racing goes, I know them all. You know, car racers, uh, especially motorcycle racers, uh, as far as uh, street dirt, you know, you name it. Two-stroke, four-stroke, super motard, uh, motocross, uh, road racing, uh, course racing. Uh, you get, I guess, a... Uh, being around long enough, you hear about people, and you know they're always happy to give you uh, insight and such. So, Racers Alley uh, was born from uh, Urban Moto, and we wanted to actually have a, uh, uh, well, I guess a column, our third column from Subculture Racing and uh, Hard Knocks. And uh, so, anyhow, uh, unfortunately, uh, Urban Moto uh, uh, disappeared. It's hard to, I guess, do print. But uh, I'm going to actually be working on that myself. That's a, that's a goal. I'm going to have a new paper. But anyways, that being said, uh, it's great that I'm able to actually. I was I, I found Pam. Uh, we, we hung out and for a while there, it just didn't come across, and it was just like, boy, you know, I could do this on the radio. So here we are. Racers Alley is at Mutiny Radio, you know, in the heart of the mission at 21st in Florida, and it came from being uh, subculture racing. Uh, having an article in Urban Moto in Hard Knocks, and uh, it was born from there. And I'm really happy, actually, we're able to at, at least uh, get the word out or express. Like I said, it's, it's always a work in progress for me, but um, I have all my friends still out there that I knew when I wanted to do this, when I had this idea well over 10 years ago. And it's just we're in a d different medium or format now. But uh, I've had a lot of those folks on the show as far as guests. And thank you very much for being our guest. And like I said, it's a work in progress. I will get more organized and uh, 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 dialed in, I guess, over time. And, um, yeah, I will have everyone back here again because all my guests uh, have been doing wonderful things, you know. And uh, they're helping out the racing community. They've always been there for a long time. So, yeah. That being said, uh, I'm going to take a little bit of break, and I guess we shall listen to maybe Joe Jackson, yar, and uh, we'll see if that works. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, let's see. Yeah. I'm going to hang a fly in this shit. Yar, cheers. Welcome to Racers Alley here in the Highland Mission, Unity Radio.
is an old song. One or two people have done that, but I forget who they were offhand. It doesn't matter. It's good, come on. One, two, three, four.
ADR, are we back? Yeah. Uh, when you walk out of the studio, try not to um, kick something unplugged. So I think we had some dead air for a sec. I don't know. We'll ask Pam. Welcome back to Racers Alley here at Mutiny Festival. That was uh, the police, actually. Uh, very cool old stuff uh, back in the day when they were cool and uh, young. Anyway, uh, welcome back to Mutiny Radio here at uh, Heart of the Mission. And uh, beautiful day out here in San Francisco, actually. It's been kind of weird with all the... Uh, Fires here in uh, California. Mutiny Radio here is in San Francisco, California, for my listener out there in uh, Europe. And uh, yeah, I got one out there. You are, you are. But anyways, uh, anyhow, uh, beautiful day here. Uh, this time of year, it's usually wonderful in San Francisco. So like I said, you know, Pamtastic has a bunch of shows out there as far as uh, outdoor shows. You know, every, one d- every Wednesday, she does a show here, uh, right here at, I think it's like, um, boy, Maybe 22nd in Florida, a place called Asiento. Let's see here. Outdoor comedy. Uh, it's great food, and uh, actually, it's, it's a wonderful actual environment. Uh, it looks like they have great drinks and great burgers, so there you go as far as that goes, as far as uh, outdoors. And uh, every Saturday, you know, uh, like I said, Pamta- Pamtastic here runs uh, Mutiny Radio. Um, boy. She's been running it for years, and I don't know how she makes it run, considering, you know, especially these hard times lately. But it's uh, it's very very nice to you know have a mic to talk into and two turn two turntables and a microphone, yeah, whatever. Uh, anyways, she runs Titans of Comedy. It's an outdoor uh, festivals throughout uh, various. I guess you could say, uh, areas in the city. She started this when uh, COVID was big, and she made people laugh by originally starting just to put a chair out in front of a mutiny radio here. Uh, she just sat there with a chair and her sign, and she just started just having a mic and uh, and uh, her PA and just did her set outdoors. And uh, this was a time where everyone was, you know, masked and barely, barely, barely walking around. So it was neat because they would just gather at a, at a distance at a pace and would be able to watch something and laugh, which is, laughter is everything, you know? So uh, it's real, really cool. And now that's turned into, you know, Titans of Comedy. So she does outdoor uh, shows, which is really, really awesome. Like I said earlier, the bar over on Dolores and 29th. And uh, Asiento, like I said, uh, on Wednesdays, uh, Wednesday evenings, uh, they have great food, like right around the corner from here, actually. And uh, yeah, wonderful place to sit out and enjoy. And uh, I guess uh, every Saturday over here, if you're up, you uh, know, for brunch at 2 p.m., <laughs> yeah, sure. But, uh, yeah, if you're up at 2 p.m. on a Saturday, uh, go see uh, Atlas Cafe, 20th Admission, Titans of Comedy Outdoors. I'm kidding about that being up at 2 p.m. because who actually goes to sleep, right? You just do a wraparound from Friday to Saturday to Sunday and, you know, uh, call in sick to work on Monday, you know. That's how people should roll. But uh, that being said, Titans of Comedy are outdoors at uh, Atlas Cafe on 20th and Mission. And uh, they got great beers and uh, Sammy's and uh, 2 p.m. There you are. And uh, actually, this week, uh, the Leviathans, I got to look that up in my dictionary. But uh, the, the, this week's uh, 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 list so far are uh, out there at the Titans of Comedy at uh, Atlas Cafe at 20th and Mission at 2 p.m. There you are, Saturday. Uh, or Dave Coker, or comedians Dave Coker, uh, Nick Scarpino, Yar Yar, and uh, Peter Struckmeyer. 
and Yar Yar, Nicole Tran. So uh, we got four comedians out there willing to make you laugh at 2 p.m. over at Atlas Cafe on 20th Admission. And You know, like I said, uh, this is all for Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. We're, we're, we're trying to support uh, these next two months, make our ship sail. So it's very, very important for us to get out there and uh, support your local businesses as well because it's really, really cool, and you can uh, also support, you know, these brave comedians out there to make you laugh. It's just so very, very hard to be out there and put yourself out there. So uh, I can't say how much I admire uh, comedians because I know a lot of racers, and, you know, we're just a bunch of self-absorbed, uh, you know, assholes, but we all love each other. But to actually go out there and uh, make, a, you know, make people laugh, it's, it's very, very hard. Yar. So that being said, RER, uh, Mutiny Radio, supports uh, anyone out there seeing all these shows. And uh, like I said, uh, we just have a new website. So Mutiny Radio has a new website. Uh, the sixth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is going on. Uh, it makes a huge difference for us here. Uh, so it's between October 10th and 16th uh, this year and uh, 2021. For those of you folks who uh, can't see, or, you know, are like me that just don't know what year it is. Uh, we have a new website as well, www.meetneradio.fm. So uh, our sixth annual Meetney Radio Comedy Festival is going to be going on. And uh, please support Meetney Radio. And uh, more so, I mean, all these comedians out there are brave enough to go out there and have a whole bunch of fun. Yar, yar. So uh, that being said. Uh, so let me go with, uh, I missed last, uh, uh, the show actually finished early last week, uh, for various reasons. Uh, so anyhow, uh, fun track days. I forgot to mention, you know, August and Tyler Papa are always fun to see out there on e the uh, the famous, uh, the, fa the face of my book, Yar. I don't like to promote them, but apparently that's kind of a, a medium that we have to be using somehow. Like I said, uh, I'm thinking about starting a paper again. You know, Yar. Anyhow, uh, so fun track days. August Tyler, Papa Clutch Falls. Uh, I, be I believe he just actually had won another slow race, uh, which usually, you know, uh, Wade's always said this as well, subculture racing. Wade, uh, uh, usually my co-host here, uh, he's, uh, he's out as well uh, with uh, Milk Crate. I, I mentioned earlier, uh, I asked them to not be here in a sense. Uh, it's kind of a good thing because I'm still trying to figure out how to use the show again. And it's a lot easier for me to be here alone and fumble things up than to have everyone around me, you know, poking me in the head or something. But yeah, yeah. So that being said, um, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. Fun track days. August and Tyler. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Tyler, I guess, won a slow race or something. But uh, Wade was mentioning, you know, the, the funnest times at the racetrack are when you when you actually camp there overnight, you know. And uh, Sergio said this, uh, Sergio Gaman as well, uh, great racer. And, uh, yeah, if you stay at the track overnight, you get to enjoy all the other, you know, fun stuff. Uh, and, uh, you know, the barbecues and all this really weird stuff. Back in the old days at Willow Springs, you used to ride a bicycle around the track and, you know, do that kind of weird stuff at the end of the day. So always fun to stay at the track if you're racing and, uh, you know, see the shenanigans that go on at night because, uh, you know, relief and camaraderie and all that good fun stuff. Yar. And also, I think everything in general is just kind of lightened up. Yeah. So anyways, uh, back to fun track days. August and Tyler, uh, one of these days I'll get out there. Car. 
But that being said, uh, the next, I believe, weekend is going to be the October 18th at uh, Thunder Hill, uh, the day October, whatever that day is, October 18th at Thunder Hill, uh, three mile east, and then November 15th and 16th. Uh, through Mile East. Uh, so always fun uh, with fun track days. And one of these days, I'll be out there to see and ride with you guys. Yar. So let me take a break for a second, um, making the show try to go to two hours. What are we going to listen to? What? What? Bob and Doug McKenzie? Okay. Yar. Uh, Maestro. Okay, here the mutant drives off and then goes up into the air in Bob's machine, eh? See, that's the takeoff music there. Beauty, eh? <laughs> Meantime, I was back trying to figure out how to catch up with the mutant, and I realized if I hitchhiked, it would do me no good because yeah. there were no other people around. Then I figured maybe the mutant's so stupid that if I hitchhike, okay, he'll pick wait. me up. What? This Go. is where the mutant flew away to, like, a disco planet. A disco planet? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sci-fi is really where it's at these days, eh? Here come the mutants. I got away from those mutants. But soon, I was to run into the king of the mutant colony. That was me, eh? What's this? Some... This is where with all the mutants went shopping. Oh. I, you're confusing me. I don't know what's going on. Okay, stop for a sec. Stop. Stop. Okay. Okay, let me refresh your memory, Egghead. The mutant takes off in your uh, flying van, eh, and flies to the planet of the mutants. And where are you? Running around in circles like a goofy chicken, eh? And then, like, you find a way to get hey, to the planet of the mutants. Lay one down, will you? Give what? me a break. Egghead, goofy chicken. What's all this? Take off. All I know is you got 56 pieces of orchestras in there eating chicken. Okay, they come back, they're playing some music, and you're saying stop to tell your dumb story. Why don't you just finish the music and without him talking, play it. Shut up, will you? Back up. Back up. Okay, stop. Now go forward. Make him hear that again. Also, now the audience knows that there's no orchestra there, because that was obviously a tape. No, no, out. no. There, there. We got to stop for a sec. We got a special orchestra that can play Rewind. We do. Um, orchestra, get ready for a rewind. Okay, and... Thank you. Thank you very much. See? Okay, orchestra. Now, uh, go forward, please, at high speed. Judy, stop. Oh, I changed albums, so I think that we're doing it. Cheers. Ha <laughs> ha. 
Well, I guess that's the nice thing about being a producer. You can do whatever the hell you want, whenever you want. Yar, so that being said, uh, last time I was going through the, uh, we ran out of time. So let's go through the San Pedro Batida Hill Climb in Baja International Tourist Cup uh, stuff. All right, so that's important. Let's see here. Um, something's a little funny, but I'll figure it out. Looks like my mic's okay. Just not hearing things funnily in my headphones, but uh, whatever. Okay, so uh, human paperwork at the borders for the San for the uh, relax, Alex. For the San Pedro Monteiro Hill Climb Baja and Baja International Tourist Cup, uh, you're going to need some human paperwork and stuff. You are. Get over the border. I've never been over there. So here's what you'll need. Uh, you're going to have to fill out a FM tourist form. If you don't know what that means, look it up on the interwebs. Yar, yar. And you're going to have to pay for a tourist card, which is about 28 bucks, uh, from what uh, uh, Pedro says. So uh, that's important. You'll be at the, the border. You're going to have to fill out a FM tourist form and pay for the tourist card at 28 bucks. Uh, Wade at one point mentioned, what am I going to fill the form out as? Yar, that's a good question. You're going to have to figure that out. And I believe at one point there's something you can actually look at, which I have a... Let's see, I wrote down over here on a side piece of paper, you know. So that's a good question. Wade asked me, uh, Wade actually uh, put the question out there. Wade, sub, Wade Boyd Subculture, usually my uh, co-host here, but like I said earlier, i just uh, trying to chill and figure out what the hell I'm doing. So uh, that being said, um, what do you fill out your form? You know, so at the border, you're going to have to fill out a FM tourist form and pay for your tourist card at 28 bucks. You are? So that being said, um, Look at myusembassy.gov, G-O-V, myusembassy.gov, and they'll tell you travel restrictions, fact sheet, and uh, everything you need to know. So Bob's your uncle on that. And also, like I said earlier on the Facebook book, um, uh, I, you know, uh, God damn, I hate saying that for all the time but uh you know they got a baja club out there and shit and uh pm those boys because they go back and forth all the time racing so which i think is awesome because i, I look at their website all the time and uh, well i see what they're doing out there and uh i want to spend a lot more time in baja put it that way yar so um anyways if you have any questions go that route so as far as human paperwork for the san pedro martir hill climb and the baja international tourist cup um we talked about, uh, you know, uh, the FM tourist form and uh, paying for the tourist card, 28 bucks. So, passport. You want to have a passport or a legal resident card or a visa. You know, get a passport, legal resident card, or visa to, to, for the uh, getting across the border from the United States of America into Mexico. I do not know uh, the international uh, actual uh, restrictions and such. Uh, that's that you, you boys coming in from uh, across the pond and such. Yeah, uh, you're gonna have to look that up yourself. That's a whole different set of rules, uh, especially nowadays. So yeah, I have no idea what, what that would be. Yar. So uh, that being said, uh, let's see here. Uh, truck requirements at the border: all vehicles, including rigs and trailers, uh, race bikes, cars, have to show current registration from country of origin. So have all your shit together. As far as truck requirements, yar. Uh, spare fuel cans, no importation of gas allowed. Racer lower octane, methanol is strictly forbidden. 
So uh, as far as uh, fuel cans going for the San Pedro Martello Hill Climb and the Baja International Tourist Cup, uh, spare fuel cans, no importation. Do not fucking take gas over the border at all. You are. So if you have uh, attached fuel cans to your vehicle, let's say, I guess, if you have some, you know, uh, race car, I guess, or whatever, with an extra tank, you can be bringing in. That's what I assume. You are. Uh, as far as dump cans, jerry cans, drums uh, full of fuel, uh, you're not allowed. So uh, no dump cans, jerry cans, or drums full of fuel. Basically, don't take your shit, don't take your fuel across the border. They don't want to see it. So, are. And if uh, if you if you take you know your tequila to Mexico, you're just a fucking idiot. So I'm not even gonna go that way. All right. So anyhow, uh, motorcycle tech require registration can be different than the uh, user, uh, but be current. Uh, no matter what, have all your registration proper. Uh, if you're borrowing a race bike, you can have that said borrowed race bike, but make sure um, everything's proper. I plan, well, uh, <laughs> in, a, in a good world, I plan on actually, I, w I would plan on actually having my, uh, oh, another big thing, got to have a taillight, yar yar. So have a functioning taillight on your race bike. Uh, so it's almost kind of a, a rally car uh, rule type thing. So uh, as far as uh, race bikes, where you have a race tail section, and I, I was originally planning on just taking my race bike, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, I laugh because it's, it's anyhow, uh, have a taillight that works. Yar. So that's important. Yar, yar. So um, make sure to read the tech, uh, both for everything. Uh, download the tech, download all your applications, and just make sure you know what you're doing. Because last thing you want to do is go to the border, you know, uh, and get there and not be able to race. You know, uh, it just sucks. So uh, Bob's your uncle on that. Uh, when Wade and I were at the aisle a million years ago, actually, um, we imported our race bikes, and uh, they lost them. So here we are. Uh, I have my race bike. He has his race bike, and uh, they're just nowhere to be seen. <laughs> Anyhow, so anyways, uh, what happened was... Uh, they ended up finding it later, and we uh, it, it took a while, but uh, just be prepared for all contingencies. Last thing you want to do is just go somewhere and spend all your money and not be able to get there. Yeah, uh, I had my train of thought just uh, shut off for a second. But anyhow, uh, let me work on some technical weird-ass bullshit, and uh, we'll get back to you shortly. Yeah, so let's see if we can, uh, I'm just going to throw this on. You're going to listen to it, and I'll be back in 30 seconds. <laughs> it's him! We're from the Department of Justice, and we're adjusting the bed. Take off, Harry! Eh? Get out! You'd like me to tilt your chair back? Shut up. Okay, we're going to a party. Don't eat the furniture. Good. Now bring the lunatics from the Institute. Oh, no! No! I want to see how the drug and the beer is affecting them. Take off. They got two stops, then no breaks. So, do you travel quite a bit? Right at the bottom of the big hill. Oh! Come back and fight, you holders. Put them in the game. Take them to level five. Level five? Level five! Hey, I went to the doctor. Nobody at home. So I called up the hotline. I wait for the tone. You see, I met me a woman. She took me home. Gave me some strength, bro. Now I'm so 
test, one more test. Then we are ready for the world. Give in to the dark side of the force, you know. The world business has become very competitive these days. in a bottle. Now you are the mouse. It's really too bad you won't be around to see the whole world become addicted to Elsinore beer. is the point in the album where we have to say goodbye. Is there anything you want to tell anybody? Yeah. What? I didn't do it, you know. <laughs> That's all I got to say to anybody. I like your old reading better. Yeah. Good day. Good day. Welcome back to Racer's Alley, and huh, yeah, I guess I fixed the other issue. Well, actually, overall, I figure my technical issues have not been as bad as last week, where we had some very interesting, uh, I guess, uh, sideshows. Anyhow, that being said, uh, where was I? San Pedro Matid Hill Climb. Let's go with the uh, hill climb itself. So, uh, last I checked, there was a couple of rooms for the San Pedro Matid Hill Climb over here on... Uh, October 27th and 28th. This is the, uh, this is the, also, you know what makes it easier when I put on my reading glasses? Yar. I was wondering what the hell was going on last time. So anyhow, um, 
this is a race that I really, really wanted to do, and uh, I guess we started communicating about a few years ago, a couple of years ago, and uh, then I got the show, and we, we you know, slowly started uh, promoting it, and it, it turned into a great thing, and uh, yeah, so the San Pedro Montana Hill Climb is on October 27th, 28th. Uh, as far as racing goes, uh, there are still a few uh, rooms available, uh, hopefully, at the Rancho Miling www.ranchomiling.com R-A-N-C-H-O-M-E-L-I-N-G and uh, he just put a couple of uh, pictures out there on the Facebook book a wonderful looking place and a great history and uh, he was mentioning uh, you know uh, rates are fine you know uh, I have no problem you know anything uh, as far as rates go I think he said they're between uh, you know 80 90 bucks or whatever but uh, really if you're a racer you're going out there in the middle of nowhere and you get a room for that you are you know uh, yar. So anyhow, uh, that being said, uh, there is a restaurant with homestyle cooking as well. If you're going there and uh, you know you're camp, uh, you're, you're uh, in the hotel. As far as camping goes, uh, I've seen lately a lot of uh, you know racers now really have some nice rigs. You know, especially no matter where they're at. At the aisle, when I was there, I was in a goddamn tent. You know, everyone had a caravan and everything, and you know people were very nice because they were worried and they brought me cups of tea and. You sure you okay, mate? And all that good stuff. Uh, I ate at a local kebab place and, uh, you know, I had my breakfast at the Internet Cafe. That was how long ago that was. But uh, nowadays, a lot of people have some nice shit. So uh, as far as camping goes, uh, as far as the San Pedro Matilda Hill Climb, uh, it's $15 per head per night. No reservations needed, and there's plenty of space. Yar, yar. Camping also includes restroom showers and a use of the pool. So uh, I wonder if it's going to be hot out there. Hold on. Whoop. Yeah, yeah, I just blew uh, out the mic with uh, sneezing a couple of times. Eh, I thought I had allergies and shit. Ever since I got the uh, old jab, it's been kind of weird. But anyhow, um, let's see here. Where are we? Uh, restaurant home. Uh, uh. Okay, we're all good as far as that one goes. So the San Pedro Montero Hill Climb, if you want to actually, uh, uh, if you're looking for a couple of rooms, check out the Rancho Berlin. Yar. Uh, we'll go from there. So, uh, anyhow, that being said, the Baja International Tourist Cup. Uh, it's going to be on the October 29th through 31st. Uh, check out, like I said, uh, make sure you read all the uh, regulations and the rule books and all that good stuff, right? And uh, make sure that you're prepared to actually go over the border and uh, make sure your gear's set. Because the last thing you want to do is go to a race and not have your shit together, you know? I mean, uh, and as far as uh, don't make mistakes. Yeah. Uh, little ones. So that being said, uh, Takati is a small town with various lodging options, including Airbnb. You know, uh, the circuit is actually 20 miles from Takati. Uh, camping at the temp uh, temporary track is uh, rough with no shower services, so porta potty only. So the Baja International Tourist Cup is going to be a little bit different as far as camping compared to the San Pedro Monte Hill Climb. So be aware and be prepared. You know, uh, so look into that. If you have any questions, you can always uh, hit me up at uh, the, my Facebook book, uh, Races Alley or whatever. Or, uh, of course, uh, you know, Pedro uh, at uh, the uh, awful FB. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyways, that being said, um, there you are. I think I'm almost done with that. Yeah. So the San Pedro Martin Hill Climb is 30 kilometers. Yeah. 150 turns, 6,000 foot elevation. Uh, I made for this shit. I mean, that's all I ever, ever really loved. Uh, so, all right. So that's going to be a great time. I've seen the uh, 
You can look it up on the YouTubes and the animal webs and all that good stuff. They have a, a, a various uh, cars and bikes, uh, ex exceptional, you know, just machines, yar, you know. And uh, also, I wanted to make a special mention to uh, Carlin Dunn. You know, he has the record up there at 14 minutes, 58 seconds. Yar, right on, dude. And uh, I think he runs a super motor bike. So uh, for the San Pedro Madrid Hill Climb, you know, it's uh, 150 turns, 30 kilometers, 6,000 foot elevation. And uh, cheers, Carlin. Yeah, have a great year. Uh, as far as the Baja International Tourist Cup, uh, right now I just kind of put down racers out there where I'm going to say their names. Um, they kind of said I could. Here we are. So it's uh, Bridget LeBaire, uh Stuart Clotworthy, Samuel Gloss. Uh, Dave Thomas, uh, Wade Boyd, and I believe Joe O'Sullivan and Eric Lindauer will be going as well, uh, Bay Area boys. But uh, I will get that list a little bit more uh, solidified and without question marks as uh, time goes on. Like I said, I'm just kind of slowly working on this show again and just trying to figure out how shit goes, obviously. Yar. So that being said, it's 7.06. Uh, when I get back on the air, I have some nice Supermoto USA stuff to go over. Yar. And uh, we'll see if I can get this uh, show going. Uh, thank you for being here at Meet New Radio, uh, part of the mission. Uh, thank you for being, uh, listening to Racer's Alley. Cheers. <laughs>
talking about being a head case but uh anyhow i huh, i can hear myself actually speak in the studio again it's kind of hard when you just don't know if actually everything's working but i you know, always assume someone's out there listening or something anyhow uh welcome back to races alley here at meet the radio in the heart of the mission uh 21st in florida uh again uh thank you uh asiento the bar and dolores and the milk bar uh you guys keep us going. Uh, the sixth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming up, and uh, I'll, uh, like I said, uh, as uh, time gets near, I'll give you more and more information on that. Yar. So exciting news! Yar yar. Uh, Supermoto USA. Uh, they've been around a long time. Uh, <laughs> I've heard of these boys, and I know the boys. Uh, you know. Uh, anyhow, uh, long story short, uh, Supermoto USA is coming back into town. Round 4, October 2nd and 3rd, right before my birthday. Anyways, uh, they're going to be at Sears Point. Uh, people call it uh, another place. Uh, I, f- I forget what they call it. But anyways, round 4, October 2nd and 3rd, it's going to be at Sears Point. It's going to be a, at the cart track. Double points for the championship series. And I have a little 
arrow here to turn on the back of my note page. So that means, must mean I updated shit. So, oh, RER, big letters. Right on, right on. So, uh, yeah, Brock McAllister uh, is a, I, I saw him on the Facebook book. He actually was on our show at one point uh, as a guest, and I'd like to have all our guests back at one point or another to let us know how everyone's doing. But anyways, Brock McAllister's the big man over there at the, uh, at the uh, you know, uh, well, Supermoto USA, and uh, he's always been a great racer as well. Uh, so round four is over on October 2nd and 3rd at Sears Point. They're also known as Sonoma Raceway or Sonoma, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, Sears Point over in Sonoma. Uh, they're going to have it at the cart track. Uh, have a little uh, arrows here. It's going to be at double points for championship series. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Round four, double points, it means a big thing. Because a lot of times, you know, uh, if you can't race the whole time, because sometimes it's a little farther or unfortunately you crash or you lose your job or whatever and you miss a race a double points can mean, mean a big difference because uh, it's very very hard to make every race you know as a racer you know so never never give up and if you have a double points race boy oh boy you can get right back in the game so always always cool to see a double points uh, uh part in a, a series so as far as that goes, it's a great track. You know, a lot of races like it. It's a perfect mix, mix of high speeds and technical sections. I've never been on the car track myself, but uh, I know a lot of friends who have. And uh, when I was working uh, my, my pal over at Tokyo Moto, my pal Mason was racing his uh, Yamaha out there. So a uh, lot, a lot of fun times. Yeah. So uh, right on. It's a, uh, it, for ed uh, my listeners out there who don't know where we're at in the middle of the world, it's over near uh, San Francisco, but it's actually in the Napa Valley wine country. Really, really nice. You got a lot of nice food and uh, better yet, uh, you know, you, if you like wine and shit, that's all cool. But uh, they got great microbreweries, and the food's fucking phenomenal. So, yeah. So if you're coming from uh, out of town to to be there over in, uh, you know, Sears Point, which they call Sonoma or whatever, um, there's nice areas around where you can, you know, get accommodations or whatever. And uh, shit, I got a room. And I'll rent you for $700. No, not no, not really. Uh, give it to you for free. Yeah. So anyways, uh Let's see here. Big old star. Open practice on Saturday and racing for all mini moto and super moto bikes on Sunday. So uh, there's a big schedule. Actually, I looked this up. Uh, Brock McAllister uh, uh, sent me a link. And they do have actually the actual uh, Saturday, Sunday exact schedule, which I, uh, right now I just don't have the facilities to print that out and all that good stuff. But otherwise, I'd read it out. It's a normal race day. Uh, it's nice to actually see everything out there in front of you so you can plan your day. So as far as going out to the, uh, you know, Supermoto USA, check out the uh, actual schedule online or on the Facebook book, I, I believe, is the best way to get a hold of the Supermoto USA, uh, just like Races Al and all this stuff. We're using, you know, it's a good medium right now, unfortunately, uh, the best way we can to get the word out. So a lot, a lot of fun racing, yar. And uh, Sears Point's always a wonderful place to be, and the weather's always great, especially this time of year. So check it out, and like I said, um, check out um, the link so you can get the exact entry uh, 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 rates as well as uh, the practice times and all the classes. It, lo it, looks, it looks like a great fucking time, so we are. Uh, that being said, um, Supermotos USA will, again, uh, after their round here in uh, Sears Point on October 2nd and 3rd in the Napa Valley, uh, California, they're going to be over at the Shasta Kart Track, and I guess on October 16th and 17th 
and uh, November 13th and 14th on the Shasta Kart Track as well. Uh, I'll have to have them call in and let me know what that means. Yar, yar, sounds cold. So uh, that being said, uh, Supermoto USA, yar, yar, you're doing a great job, and glad to see you all out there as well. Uh, yar. Uh, that being, uh, oh, hmm, sponsors. Yeah, Supermoto USA sponsors. Uh, Stiegler Insurance Agency, always nice to have insurance on your side. Uh, Stay CYC, uh, don't know what that means, but uh, we'll figure it out. Works Connection, yar, yar, McAllister Motorsports, SBB Suspension. Uh, I really love this, Suspension by Buck. Yar. Uh, like I said earlier on my last show, I, that, that's the best suspension, you know, name there is. Yar. So, suspension by Buck, SBB. Yar, yar. When did we do road bikes? We'll have to figure that out. And uh, Malika, which I don't know what that means, but thank you for uh, sponsoring Supermoto USA. That always means a big difference, uh, especially at the start of season, because without sponsors, you wouldn't have racing. Without racing, you know, who'd have any fun? So, yar. Uh, that being said... Uh, let's see here. We're getting near the time. I'm going to take one more break, I guess, and then figure out what I'm going to talk about next. Uh, thank you for listening to Racers Alley here at Meeting Radio in the heart of the mission and, uh, putting up with my, uh, well, fun times. Yar. All right. Let's see what we, uh, let's finish the rest of this last song. <laughs>
Right on, right on. Cool shit, right? Okay, so welcome back to Racer's Alley here in the heart of uh, the mission uh, at Mutiny Radio. Slow down, Alex. Chill out. All right. So I just mentioned the uh, Supermoto USA schedule, and uh, what do we got? Well, so yeah, yeah. AFM, RER. I guess uh, we have a race on October 9th and 10th at the AFM, uh, American Federation of Motorcyclists, and that'll be at Thunder Hill, October 9th and 10th. Uh, look around the schedule for any track days uh, and uh, try and get some uh, time out there. The final will be at uh, Buttonwell on October 30th and 31st. So uh, AFM, uh, October 9th and 10th, and uh, Buttonwell on the 30th, 31st. <sighs> I'm tired. A little tongue-tied. So anyhow, uh, California Road Race Association, I believe, might be on the 2nd or 3rd. Uh, round up Buttonwell September 18th and 19th, so that was gone. Yeah, I hope you had a great time. I didn't actually uh, see any uh, post about that, so we'll have to see what happens. And uh, maybe the CRA final will be at uh, Buttonwell on October 16th, 17th. We'll see. Yeah, I'll have to ask. As far as track days go, yeah, yeah, Dustin, uh, yeah, yeah, good to see you out there uh, running. And uh, I noticed that Dustin Cornier, you know, he does track days, and they have a YouTube show, which is real, real cool, apparently. Uh, track days at YouTube it has a guest, uh, Richard Stanboli. Uh, he was on last night, and apparently there's a show on Wednesday, so uh, I'm really, really interested. I, I just caught that uh, earlier before the show to write notes down for the show. So, uh, Dustin, you know, good on you. You have a YouTube show, uh, track days uh, at YouTube, and uh, Richard Stamboli was on uh, a, a a previous guest so i'm very very interested to watch and uh, look into that yar 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 so uh that being said i guess uh let's see here next track day for uh track days down south uh it's gonna be on uh monday september 27th at button willow i love button willow and uh saturday october 2nd at laguna seca now you know my birthday's coming up so if anyone really wants to be cool man you know i, I you know i, I like uh, i haven't been to laguna since literally 1990 so uh yeah, and that wasn't a Keith Code track day. <laughs> That's showing my age. Yeah, on a brand new 1990 ZX600 with 100 horsepower that ended up actually being totally governed down, so they had no power in the bike. I would have been faster on my 400. But uh, anyways, I digress. So Saturday, October 2nd, Laguna Seca track day is going to have a great show. Uh, Monday, September 27th is, uh, you know, the next one over here at Button Willow. As far as from there, they're going to have a nice uh, day over at November, sir, uh, November 1st at Button Willow. And uh, we'll just go on from there, actually, as the show goes on. But uh, really, really cool, Dustin, that you have a YouTube show on track days. Uh, I'll definitely be looking into that. Yar, yar. So one of our boys uh, actually gave me a heads up about Apex Assassin's Motorcycle Track Days. Apparently, uh, September 24th uh, and October 29th, they're going to be over at Chukwala, yar, yar, uh, Chukwala Valley. So I've never been there. Uh, I'm going to have to look it up on the map. And uh, December 4th and 5th, they're going to be at Las Vegas Motor Spe Speedway, which, you know, sounds cool just as well, and on December 10th at uh, Chukwala Valley Raceway as well. So, uh, RER, Apex Assassin Motorcycle Track Days. I wanted to have you on my show a while back, and then I stopped doing my show for uh, various reasons, so I hope I'll have you uh, on the show in the future as I get my shit together and uh, learn how to actually sail the ship again. You know, it's been nice being here alone lately just to figure out my own stuff and get my head together. When you have a lot of people around you, it's, it's hard as a producer just to even get your head around figuring out how to sail the ship so that being said uh right on apex apex assassins you know you are and uh let's see here 
Last note here, No Limits Racing 2022, uh, Boys Across the Pond. And uh, I really like it just seeing it so I could say it out loud. You know, the round one is going to be at Silverstone. The round two is going to be at Snetterton. And the round three is at Donington, uh, March through May. I'll get more information on that, but uh, I just like saying those names out loud. Yar, yar. So uh, welcome back to Racers Alley here at Beaton Radio in the heart of the mission. I'll be back shortly. Uh, to wrap up the show, um, cool. Let's uh, listen to some more whatever the hell I got on. Apparently, I'm making it work.
All right, we'll just stop with that for a second. Here we are. All right, well, welcome back to Racer's Alley here in the part of the mission. Yeah, can I hear myself again? Yeah. Apparently, it's not me. It's just the, that machine over there that just makes me not hear myself. So, here we are. That being said, welcome back to Racer's Alley here in the heart of the, the mission at Mutiny Radio. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow, uh, we're going to get ready to leave here in a second. Um... Thank you for uh, listening and being our listeners and all that good stuff. I want to uh, say something out there to one of our boys out there in the EFM that got uh, just recently hurt and had his uh, transmission go out. And, uh, you know, his year didn't end up going the way it went. Um, <laughs> it gets worse as you get older, dude. But uh, anyhow, uh, don't ever let that, uh, you know, destroy your spirit. It's very, very hard to be a racer. It's very, very hard to actually get out there uh, to actually race. There's a lot of track day folks and I've, I've written about this in uh hard knocks as well as uh the subculture racing column that we used to have for um urban moto back in the day you know uh racing's a whole different ball game than being on a track day you know when you're on a track day you know uh well actually who the hell knows i haven't been on a track day in a million years but i mean uh i know a lot of folks that run them and stuff but one of the things I know is, uh, as the racers who run those track days, one of the things is kind of to rein in and make sure it's not a race day for the track day riders. Because, you know, you can get really overexcited and stuff. So that's very, very important when you go to a track day that, you know, those folks are actually are watching out for you. You know, uh, being a racer and being a track day person is a, is a whole different ballgame. You know, and uh, once you uh, accelerate uh, and excel to becoming a track, uh, becoming a AFM racer or whatever club you join, um, you'll so you'll soon see uh, that there's a different. Uh, you know, you're gonna get uh, welcome to the baptism of fire, so to speak. Uh, each time I've gone out there, it's just like, oh yeah, I remember what this was like. Uh, I'm still a right now uh, currently a novice who has yet to finish a race but i'm working on it yar yar i got my r1 back but anyhow uh, that being said you know it's very, very important to, to realize you know there's a difference between uh, being on a track day and, and a uh, race and uh, a lot of it has to do with um, like i was mentioning earlier with that uh, young racer that uh, you know had some issues uh, transmission took him out or you know i i've gotten taken out with a lot of things and a lot of my friends i'm sure that uh, i've mentioned and been on my show have been around that same block you know uh it's a matter of just getting back up and you know uh deciding what you want to do and a lot of that has to do with uh mental you know uh strength uh really more importantly is your confidence in yourself and uh really uh deciding uh, a big one is to actually acknowledge that you fucked up yeah, that's the biggest one in the world. Because, you know, who likes to actually acknowledge actually having problems, you know, are. Um, I've been scared, you know, when I crashed when I was a young guy on my FCR 400. It, it I had, I, I really, it took me, I was sure I was going to die if I went out there again. I was just a young yellow plate kid, you know, in the, in the early 90s. But it was just like I crashed and it took my will to get out there again. You know, and then I just started slowly and going back out there. Back there, you didn't have, back then, you didn't have track days. You had AFM days. You had practice before the AFM, and then you had your races. You know, that was it. You know, so um, you had to gather your thoughts quickly, so to speak, and then use your time as best as you could. You know, uh, time was money, time was short, and uh, you were really under pressure. And I, I think that actually helped me out a lot in the end, as far as being a racer somewhere else in a different time. 
But uh, that being said, you know, you got to have your confidence. And, 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 and if you crash, just get back up again. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. You know, I mean, that's all there really is to it. You know, you don't have to force yourself. Uh, a motorcycling and racing uh, are very, very um, risky endeavors, to say the least. To get on the track is you're asking for a lot more uh, in a certain respect. And uh, to be a racer is great. And uh, you'll know the camaraderie and you'll get better each time you go out. Uh, and I've crashed and it's like, yeah, it takes a little bit to kind of rub off the dust and, you know, uh, get that uh, so-called confidence back, you know. And like I said, you know, uh, there's always reasons, but confidence is confidence, you know. It's just like in the end, it's really up to you, you know, uh, as far as that goes. Uh, so anyways, yeah, that being said, I got sh I got stopped on a, uh, earlier on a story uh, doing to my... Uh, self-induced technical difficulty but that being said uh, yeah wade and i actually sent our bikes out there to the isle of man uh, uh back in uh, 2004 uh, we had 99 r1s uh they were actually really really cool when we wanted to send them but due to uh hoof and mouth uh years later uh that's when we sent them uh, to go out and um they lost our bikes, RER. So I'm getting there. I, I was there a little bit before Wade, so I, I've never been there before. So I'm a little culture shocked and, you know, trying to find a good place to eat and such. And uh, he's over there, and uh, he, he ends up showing a, a week later, and we end up getting together, hooking up, and uh, yar yar, uh, where's our bikes? And he shows me the garage that uh, Tim and uh, John got for us, uh, a nice place a couple of blocks away from the Isle of Man pits over there. And uh, so anyhow... Uh, here, here comes time where it's like uh, Wade shows me like the, the ropes. Uh, here's the, you know, here's where you got to go and talk to the man and sign all your forms and all that good stuff. And we did all that. And I was a newcomer. So back then, uh, the newcomers uh, take you in a bus, go around the go around the island, you know. So you got to get in this double-decker bus and go around the island and they show you the course. And this guy's sitting there so, telling you <laughs> how not to kill yourself. Um so anyways that being said um before that happened they lost our bikes you know it's just like what do you mean you lost our bikes and here i am and it's like the morning and we got to go do all our stuff and they can't find our motorcycles so wade and i we went all over the island looking for our motorcycles we didn't find the motorcycles so it's just like we are you are it's like well you know it's like getting down on the countdown and all of a sudden it's like we found your motorcycles so they they end up getting uh, him and john and uh, Tim helped us out and got the crate. So here we are. We got two crates with two motorcycles, and I gotta go sit on a bus, a double-decker bus, to go around to the Alaman to learn the course. And I didn't know it anyway. I mean, geez, you know. But anyway, um, all I'm doing is sitting on that bus, just like you know, r e r e r e r e r. You know, all this time I could be uncrating my bike, putting it together, because the first practice in tech is that night. You know, and here I am wasting, you know, various, you know, yeah, very precious minutes doing that. But uh, long story short was uh, while I was on that bus, uh, John, Tim, and Wade were putting my bike together, which was really, really cool, out of the crate, uh, the 99R1. And uh, so when I actually got off the bus, I had a bike that was, uh, you know, 90% uh, ready to go. You always got to set up, you know, your lovers and all that good stuff. But uh, anyways, uh, yar, yar. So uh, here we are going into tech. Uh, we're way late, out of time. You know, these guys did everything to get me there. And we're running towards it. And the garage is going down for tech. Uh, 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 third way down. 
And who saves our ass? Christine from uh, Berliner Berliner uh, Sausage Shop over here on Lower Haight. She runs up, bangs on the door, wait, wait, wait. And they open the garage, and we got into tech for the Isle of Man TT by the hair of our skinny skin skins. So uh, never go up. And uh, yeah, so that was an interesting time back in a long, long time ago. And uh, yeah, so no matter what, don't give up. And uh, there's always stories after that. So anyhow, I got to go make sure uh, we got a new, uh, I guess, uh, show after us at uh, 8. So I got to make sure I have everything around here cleared up for that. Uh, listen up to a little bit of more music, and uh, thank you for listening to Racer's Alley here at Mutiny Radio at the uh, heart of the mission. Yar, cheers. back to Racer's Alley here at Beauty Radio in the heart of the mission. Yeah, so anyhow, uh, we're going to be heading out soon, uh, meaning we and uh, me and all the Alexes. But uh, yeah, interesting story I just uh, mentioned earlier about the Isle of Man TT. So uh, 
on top of that, so uh, Christine ended up uh, allowing uh, us to get in by getting the tech doors raised. Kong, Kong, Kong. They opened the door. Who are you, mate? And, you know, they said they let us in through tech, which is really, really cool. And so we ended up getting through tech, you know, and that was me. I got off the bus, you know, from the start, I was just running, you know, and uh, lucky to get there. And all of a sudden, it's like, okay, you know, put your bike over there, Bob's your uncle, and, you know, do your thing. And uh, so I did. And uh, ended up, uh, ooh, you know, whew. so then we ended up uh, being, uh, well, what do I do now? It's just like, well, uh, my bike's actually over sitting there in a pre-grid for the Isle of Man TT. You know, this was just a whole insane endeavor, and here I am. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, walk back to my tent. I had a tent in the pits for the three tours. A lot of people had caravans, but I had my, my trusty tent. It was a good tent. I had a cot in there, and uh, at one point, it went through a couple of gale force storms. I had a scooter and i had my r1 in there that i worked on in the pouring rain uh actually so it was a good tent my friend mitch gave me but anyhow so i went back to my tent and then all of a sudden the gravity of the situation you know dawned on me it's just like holy moly you're gonna be racing at the isle of man tt and uh i guess uh 15 whatever and uh yeah you're gonna be going down bray hill you know and it's just like rer so it's like uh kind of just uh well i'm just chilling you know i did kind of just really didn't know what the hell i was gonna do you know it's like uh kind of get my shit together but i didn't really know what i was up to and uh go from there um yeah so as far as that goes uh hold on so anyhow that being said um i was just wondering you know what the hell i'm gonna do and um all right so i sit back i did my just read a book really and i waited for my time and time came and put my leathers on and followed wade and christine down wade and christine are walking down i was like i'll follow them and here we go down to our pits and uh bob's your uncle you know and uh whoa you know here i am i'm sitting there on a 99 r1 queued up to go down uh, bray hill yeah so that was a very very interesting uh, moment in my life because it took the whole my life to get there and um yeah uh right to the right of you if, if you've never been there uh, there's a cemetery <laughs> and to the left uh you know you got the grandstands and you have a bunch of people queued up but uh, i was sitting there i did you know i was uh well actually i didn't have any uh folks there uh, as far as a uh, pip crew and stuff per se so i'm just uh, sitting there and you got the guy just waiting to you know you see everyone go down you know and he holds your shoulder RER and you see him go down and what was interesting the the gentleman I'm sure Wade will tell you later his name um, that guy is actually he's actually you know he was back then he was head of the pits you know he had actually uh, you know he was one of the you know managers of the area that all the races would stay in so I'm sure you know I've seen pictures for him for years but he's the man who would sit there I mean he's the last guy who touches your shoulder before you go down Bray Hill Blah, 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 blah. So, uh, you know, I mean, that man, you know, has touched, uh, you know, many, uh, all, all the racers that go down, you know, the Isle of Man. And uh, I'm sure he's very, very honored, you know, and, uh, and, and you know, uh, that must be a great responsibility, you know, 
uh, as far as that goes. But uh, very, very cool time. So in the end, uh, they did find our bikes, and I was following Wade, and here I am going down Bray Hill on a 99R1 that I just got and uh, uh, shipped to the island in. So, uh, yeah, it was a very interesting time. You know, uh, I didn't have very, very many laps, actually, over there because uh, – Back then, I guess you could only learn it by videotapes. You know, they didn't really have a video game thing back then. And learning it by TV and video wasn't my thing. And even Wade and I went over it more than once. But, uh, yeah, I could never get it. I tried to learn all the names, you know, by heart. And uh, he mentioned that that wasn't the way to do it. But uh, now back I think of it, I should have probably learned all the names by heart anyway. But uh, that being said, uh, yeah, ended up going down Bray Hill on the 99R1, um, I I had no laps to learn that course. I think less than eight. Uh, we had weather issues and, and stuff. But uh, I was able to actually finish the race and get my medal. Um, the years I went, uh, the few years I went, a lot, a lot of people didn't come back. So, you know, uh, I was just happy to, you know, honor everyone else uh, doing that. But uh, yar yar, as far as going, it's a, it's a wonderful place. And, uh, Never give up, and uh, yeah, always count on your abilities and all that good stuff. All right, I'm running out of time, and this is, um, yeah, I got in a little bit of intrusion here earlier on the show. So anyways, welcome back to Racers Alley. Uh, thank you for listening to my show, and uh, yeah, I'm slowly getting it back together, and I hope I got everyone's schedules down. If I didn't, please uh, get a hold of me, and we'll be able to, you know, get everything uh, down, because from here on in, uh, I guess I'll be doing my show every Wednesday, uh, Thursday, Friday. What day is it? Anyhow, I'm actually going to probably have another hour here in the future soon as well. But uh, always PM me on, uh, I guess, the Facebook book. And uh, get a hold of me, whatever you want to uh, put out on uh, Racer's Alley here every Thursday between 6 and 8. And also in the future, you can get a hold of us at 415-550-0511. Should be able to have a milk crate here and uh, soap culture uh, racing Wade Boyd. Uh, next week, I think I'm kind of feeling like I can talk uh, straight again to a certain extent, and uh, I feel like I got the show back together to a certain extent where I can actually have a, a crew back and not uh, mess everything up in front of them. So, Yar Yar, thank you being uh, for, thank you for joining us here at uh, Racers Alley here at Mutiny Radio in the heart of the mission. And uh, again, always support us here at Mutiny Radio, uh, and uh, we're going to have our sixth annual comedy festival here right coming up soon. Yara Yara, thank you for supporting uh, Racer's Alley. Best man.
Well, poppies, we are about out of time. At the end, going out strong, crime, hot wire, my heart. Brought to us by my guest, Uri G. And also we had Scott and Sean. That was very strong. With me on the microphones. And uh, this was so much fucking fun. It was. It and was, thanks for coming up with the idea, Sean. Um, you know, pulling I do it what together. I can what I can. Four hours of the, and we could have gone another four hours with like, all yeah, these great like debut pimp, records. Pimp sorry. Get a little longer. Uh, so before crime, REM Radio Free Europe. Yes, uh, that was from uh, our their first r- full album, I believe. Uh, there was uh, the, the, yes, there was an EP. I, you know, I'm sorry, but I, I just I, that was uh, that was the big the big hit. So yeah. I like that. Then a tribe called Quest. Footprints, yeah. yeah footprint. I just remember that buying that record and everyone was like, "What the hell are you buying that for?" I'm like, "I don't know. It was a dollar. Let me check it out." And uh, I and so it began like a lifelong love of Tribal Quest. And then some apologies for the shortened and censored version of the message by Grandmaster <laughs> Flash, but we got it. The message is that the record censored. Yeah, <laughs> which they know what they're fucking saying anyway. I never understood that. Uh, before that. Whew, I think that must have been at least early '60s. The four freshmen. What song did you oh, give us? Oh yeah, on that, that one? was uh, that was side one, cut one, man. Um, man that was I don't know. Uh, that was from deep from their from the voices in modern. That's it. Voices in modern. That's just even the, the that's what does that mean? I could feel voices the in modernism. Modern. Um, it was uh, da, 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 da. I don't know. They didn't have. They don't have it in uh, order. I'd have to take well, the record out that, to see. Don't worry about it. That shit came with the stereo when you bought it. If I that no. was like a test. <laughs> but you got to see yeah. these guys. They, they, they they're sharp. Hey, We'll, we'll do a whole debut doo-wop thing uh, some other time. Doo-wop? He won't on, be here man. for that. <laughs> uh, at the top, I played Cherry Pie off Diamond Life, which I believe was from 86. Um, now, as I do on my show normally, I suggest artists that people check out that I played on my show. So I think if we go around the table... And an artist you played that you think people need to look into, Sean? Um, well, I, and you said not to state the obvious, but you know, I'm not sure where your, uh, your fan base is coming from, but... I played something off uh, Frank Zappa's first record, and I think that's one of these thing uh, artists that you can hear that's like, oh, you know, that he's like gimmicky or what, or it's difficult to listen to, and it is, and it is, but it's, uh, I think it's worth the effort to uh, tap into Frank. So that's that's what I could recommend. And you, Scott, my, my recommendation is a record I got from the library that I don't know a lot about and I just saw and had to buy because it, it was called it was not buy but borrow punk dada pokertude is the band and it doesn't say when it's from or it's the the label is uh feeding tube records at 221 Pine Street number 141 Florence Massachusetts 01062 so that's some well, that's some good information. I think we forgot to mention that the song you played was "Any Other Way" would be different. Correct. That would yeah. Then yeah. Then Uri G. Yeah. What's what your... was what was the zip code on that? Uri <laughs> <laughs> G. Christ. <laughs> your recommendation of an artist that you're You know, I, I happened to find myself in uh, North Middle America the last couple of weeks, and I noticed a lot of like pre-teenagers with Dead Kennedys t-shirts on. Yeah. I probably saw three of them. Purchased yeah. from Hot Topic, no doubt. And I'm just like wondering, are kids out there listening to Dead Kennedys these days? No. And if they're not, then they should. So go They, to, they go have seek that out. at um, at Walmart. They sell yeah, that T-shirt. Right. And well, it's, it, do no. they know it's in relationship to John F. Kennedy or Robert 